Welcome back to the Success in Trucking podcast powered by ES. And thanks for connecting with us again. In this edition of the podcast, we'll be sharing our latest interview from our Spotlight on Success series. In this Spotlight on Success, we'll meet Russell Jones and Deshaun Henry. We'll spend some time looking back with Russell and Deshaun on how they each found their way into the trucking industry. And we'll also learn how they discovered the opportunities offered by ES, which led them to finding a home within the ES community. Russell and Deshaun are owner-operators running as part of the FedEx Custom Critical Fleet. And as you'll learn through this interview, Russell and Deshaun have utilized the programs and support from ES to maximize their success in trucking. Now, folks, for our interview, we caught up with Russell and Deshaun through a Zoom connection during one of their quick home time visits before they hit the road once again. Deshaun Henry and Russell Jones join us now on the Success in Trucking podcast our Spotlight on Success edition. First of all, guys, welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you here. Thank you very much, Greg. We appreciate that. We're happy to be here as well. Yes, we are. Well, as you guys know, and as our listeners know, our Spotlight on Success series looks at your path to trucking and your path to ES and learns more about your life along the way. And what we want to do, first of all, is hit the rewind button on your lives. Go all the way back to your lives before trucking. So Russell, I know in talking to you before we got rolling, I know that you got into trucking first. So tell us a little bit about your life and your career path prior to when you got into trucking. Sure, no problem, Greg. Well, before I got into trucking, I was actually in management, managed a bunch of Fortune 500 companies. And just in talking to some of my customers, I kind of realized that trucking is a great industry. It's a everlasting industry. All the people that I talk to, they really enjoy trucking. A lot of them have their own trucks, their own trucking business. So I decided to do a little bit more research into that. Eventually wound up getting my CDO. Now, Deshaun, tell us a little bit about your path. So my path, I was in the medical field working in optical. I've been doing that for like almost 15 to 16 years before that. And then COVID hit. And everyone knows with COVID, it was just a lot of demand, a lot of stress, a lot of unknown. And it just got the best of me. And coming home every day, complaining to Russell. (laughs) (laughs) And he just said to me, why don't you just go ahead and get your CDL and we'll take it from there. And that's what happened. So if you guys don't mind, we'd like to learn a little bit more about you personally. How did you guys meet? (laughs) We actually met here in Atlanta. She's actually from upstate New York, and I'm from Texas. So I was already living here. She had just moved here probably about, what, a year before? A year before that, yes. So she actually came down for a job opportunity here. So that's kind of how we met. So Deshaun, you're coming home from a medical job during COVID, and we all know from news reports and friends and all that, that being in the medical field during COVID. It was just a lot of uncertainty and looking at the doctors, they didn't know what was going on. And then you see patients that were coming in that had COVID, but we didn't know that they had COVID and we were exposed. And it was just a lot of relearning, a lot of just trying to trust each other. (laughs) Didn't want to bring it home with him and kids or anything like that. Uh, yeah. And as we were just saying, the playbook was constantly changing. We were learning more and you had to adapt and all that. Now, Russell, you talked about making the move to trucking. You talked to folks. I'm getting the sense that while you may have enjoyed management and you excelled at doing it, being in those four walls, being in an office wasn't necessarily the end all be all for you. 
Yeah, that's true. Like I said, I was actually in management for probably 20 plus years. So having a lot of direct reports, having different reports to run, that's just a change, definitely. Going from that life to the trucking life, it's definitely a change. Was there something that inspired you to do that? Was there a moment that you just said, I wanted to go do this? Yeah, having a little bit more control of your life, I guess you can say. It's a lot less stressful than management is. You're managing one person, that's yourself, versus 50 or 60 people. Yeah, it's definitely a lot less stressful. And like you said, once COVID came, that kind of isolated us from everybody else. So you no longer have to deal with 50 or 60, 70 people. Now you're just dealing with yourselves and the shippers. So Mm -hmm. it's a little bit safer. (laughs) I find your answer very interesting in that trucking is less stressful than the corporate structure and dealing with direct reports and all that because we know, particularly because you guys work on the expedited sides, there are pressures. There are things that you have to deal with on a daily basis. It's a different kind of pressure. Is it one that you welcome as opposed to what you were experiencing in your career previously? Well, my career previously, don't get me wrong, I definitely enjoyed that as well. I definitely enjoyed training people and getting them up to speed. I did a lot of that. Even with the trucking company that I was with beforehand, I was actually a trainer. So yeah, that is something that I definitely welcome. The pressure, I really don't see it as a pressure because it's something that you love doing. So that's not really pressure to me. That's just enjoying what you do. So Deshaun, you're coming home. He's out on the road. He's telling you, man, this is great. You don't have to deal with the things that you're talking about out on the road. You got to deal with other things, but you don't have to deal with that. What finally said, okay, I'm going to try this? I would say that one last day at work when I just came home and found out that some of the patients that we were seeing had COVID and they didn't tell us. And then I really just panicked got upset and scared and just said, you know what, I can do a career change. Although, like he said, I loved working in the medical field. I love working with people. Sometimes I do miss that. But I mean, it strengthened our relationship as well. Helped us out a lot. Now, Russell, tell us about your career path in trucking. As everybody knows, we want to hear about how you found your way to the ES community. So fill us in on that part of your journey. Sure. Like I said, after I went to CDL school, trucking school, I actually got on with another company, Warner. I was there for a year and a half or so, probably coming up on two years, where I was actually a trainer with Warner. And I had a classmate that I actually went to school with. They were on with ES, and they kind of lured me on to ES as well. (laughs) I'm sure your friend was probably saying, hey, this is what it is. It's very real. And I think you know, even a year or so, even a few months into trucking, probably even before you got into it, you know that not everything that you hear in the trucking industry is exactly as it is. That's definitely true. They were actually with a couple of different other companies that didn't do what they said they were doing. And once they got on with ES, they were on probably maybe a year before I came on and they really, really loved it. So all of the reviews that they gave me were nothing but total positive reviews. And everything that I've heard from other drivers as well, they've had nothing but good things to say about ES. Definitely love it. And for you, if you're looking for opportunities, you can talk to the folks in the office and they can certainly tell you about the program and they will lay it out for you very, very well. But to also hear that from somebody that's experiencing what those folks are saying. What they are saying is what is being experienced. There's nothing that can beat that. No, you definitely want to hear it from the other drivers as well. At that point, Deshaun, where were you? Were you still in the medical field? 
Russell was on with Warner. I pretty much started my journey to get my CDL. I went to the school, the local college that was around here in our area. And throughout that time, like you said, he had a classmate. They had a seminar with another company. And I went and was talking to the other drivers that were there in that facility. And they were saying, just keep at it. And once you know, you get your experience, then we'll talk to you about this and do that and everything else. And then here it was. And then I also started out my training with one company and then changed and went over to Warner. Then once I did my six months, then it was okay. I get to go with him now. So yeah. So did you guys team up at Warner then? No, we were actually on two different accounts. I was on the Anheuser Busch account, and she was on Home Depot account. Okay. I went a little bit through my eyes first before we teamed up, just so that like if I could give him some input, and then he can give me some input. Even though I was still fairly new at it. And I think that's a great point that you come out of school and you got to see if the industry is for you. It's great to do that with somebody, but in some cases, it's even better to do that by yourself because you have to experience everything. Mm -hmm. What was your initial experience in trucking? What did you think of it? At first, I was intimidated by it. But like I said, every day, I mean, that's just like in the medical field. You start off with your first patient. Of course, you're going to be a little nervous with it. Not sure, second guessing yourself and everything else. That backing of the truck gave me a little problem, but I got it. I got it down. <laughs> you're not the only one that that's happened to. And there will be many more that follow you. I'm not the first. And I definitely won't be the last. Absolutely. <laughs> so during that period of time, you guys were both with Warner driving solo. You're getting reports from her. You're thinking about it. I guess you guys were both company drivers, right? Correct. So you guys are both company drivers, but as you know, the hallmark of ES is the creation of ownership opportunities. So Russell, were you thinking about making that move from a company driver to an owner operator? Was that something that spoke to you? Yes, it was. That was my whole purpose of coming over to ES was to get into their path to ownership program. That was job number one right there. I'm sensing that your friend from trucking school had followed a similar path. Correct. Correct. So Russell, one of the things that ES does, again, we talk about creating ownership opportunities and the path to ownership. I'm sensing in your case, both you and Deshaun came over as a team into the path to ownership. Is that the way that it happened? You made the move and you told Deshaun, hey, this looks pretty good. Let's do it. So basically what it was is that, yes, did come over as a team, but the initial phone call that they made and because of my lack of experience wise, it was offered to us to come over in a straight truck. They didn't mm -hmm. have the experience for it. And then I thought about it and then I was like, oh, well... He's been driving an 18-wheeler for almost a year and a half now. I didn't want him to go because he loves being in the truck. I didn't want him to go from an 18-wheeler down to something smaller just to make that sacrifice. So I just went on, did the experience, and then after six months, gave him a call back up and been with ES since then. So tell us a little bit about the initial steps in that path to ownership. Well, in the path to ownership, of course, you have to meet certain criteria over three months. We met those criteria over the first three months or six months or whatnot. But then because of COVID, we had a lack of trucks. <laughs> yeah. So we had to wait an additional time before the trucks became available, before we were actually able to get our own truck. Russell, I'm glad you brought that up. It's a great point. And we all know that COVID impacted the supply of trucks with the chip shortage and all kind of impacts that there were. The folks that are familiar with the ES program know that ES has a group of trucks 
ES is not a motor carrier, but they have a fleet of trucks. Those trucks run under the authority of the partner motor carriers. What they do is that they work with the folks coming into the program and they line them up with the different motor carriers in the program that fit the needs, the desires of the folks in the program. So tell us about the motor carrier that you got lined up with and your experience with that motor carrier. The motor carrier that we got lined up with was FedEx Customer Critical. We've been with them since day one, actually coming over to ES. I'm so happy about that because when we first came over to ES, the first thing that they did was grab us a brand new Peterbilt truck. <laughs> I don't know if that's standard or not, but from day one for us, the very first truck we received was a brand new truck. It didn't have any tags on it or anything like that. It was fresh, brand new. So then, like I said, once we completed the program and got to select our own truck, a brand new truck as well, we got that. The program's been pretty nice for us. We've Everyone been pretty happy nice. about it. Everyone yeah. answers wise when you're in there with other drivers in the little lounge area that they have for us. It feels like a real family when you're away from your family. Our representative, <laughs> of course, is Patrick. He does a great job of yeah. communicating with us and letting us know exactly what's to be expected and giving us the inside <laughs> yeah. information on a lot of things. So he's very nice. I'm laughing because when we go inside, we were going through this whole motion with everything. We were in there almost every other day. And I was like, I know Patrick's like, here they come again. He understands. <laughs> that we're new to the program and he's getting us up to speed and everything. Yeah. Just having that experience with yeah. everybody here at ES, that's something a little bit different. And meeting the president of the company in there. For those folks that are listening to this and they're thinking about, maybe this program is for me. Tell us about the PTO program and the transition you made from being company drivers to going into that program where essentially you're running your own P&L, you're running your own business, even before you're put in what is your truck. But it allows you to try this to make sure that it's a good fit for you. It's a good fit for ES. Everybody gets to know each other. Talk to us about that experience. My experience was, like I said, it felt like a family-wise, but to go from a company driver and being in the medical field all together, and then you're just, your own boss was just totally great. It was amazing. It's like, okay, well, I know I got to do this amount of numbers right here, but if I do this right here for this week, I could take off two weeks and don't have to answer to nobody. It was just really good. It's great to be your own boss. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and one of the great things about that as well is those first three months or first six months, that gives you an opportunity to actually learn the business of owner operator. So that gives you that opportunity to kind of see what the numbers are, see how you can get those numbers up, look at your fuel mileage and try to work those numbers as well. Communicating back and forth with Patrick, of course, he has several different spreadsheets that he can run for you to actually show you maybe your cost per mile or maybe some other things as well that's going to help you out and help you run your business successfully. So tell us about the day, the moment that you got your keys. We got a video. <laughs> that was a super happy day for both of us. As yeah. you can see how she's smiling yeah. right now. It was you so know. surreal. You know that you're doing it and you know that you understand it. But then to just go through the process and when we're sitting there going through the lease and going through this and the paperwork and everything. And it's like, whoa, I did it. We're here. We are finally here. <laughs> it was surreal, though. It really was. Even to drive up there to go get the truck and everything. Wow, that was just really yeah. surreal. Nothing like that brand new truck and it's. <laughs> your truck. You talked about the truck you had at the beginning of the PTO. What truck is yours? With a Freightliner, Cascadia. It's a super nice truck as well. We candy really enjoy Apple it. Red. Yeah, Candy Apple oh, Red. Oh, there you go. Now, where did you get the truck? Did you go to Stoops to get it? 
We did. Went to Stoops. Let's roll back here just a little bit because buying a truck, it's kind of like buying a house. Big commitment, financing involved and all that. Tell us about having ES as a finance partner, that process, the confidence that that gives you, all of that. Having them as a finance partner went very well. The communication was very good on that aspect. When we're talking to them and then they finally say, your numbers are great. We're ready for the next step. All right. Okay. 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 I'm ready. (laughs) That's when you have to check yourself and make sure that you're ready, right? Exactly. But when you get that phone call from them and they were just as excited as we were, I got some good news for you guys. And I was like, what, what, what? And it's like, yep, we'll talk it over such, such. And yep, you guys qualify now. So yeah, that was great. Then next came, what kind of truck do you want? And we got this right here. What color you want? Blah, blah, blah. They had all white <laughs> trucks and one red truck. And I said, Deshaun, what color truck would you like? She said, I'll take the red one. <laughs> so talk to us about the sense of pride and accomplishment that you guys have having that truck, running your business. This was something, Deshaun, you were talking about before. You were in the medical field, had a good job but it was stressful. And now you guys have your own business. What you've described, you've got a really good partner in ES. Yeah, yes, we do. It was a great sense of accomplishment. And then for us to still have a relationship after the year in that little box, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's different when you're in the house, you can go to a different room. But we learned a lot in that year about ourselves and about the company. And I don't see anything but us going up from there. Russell, what are your thoughts? My thoughts are getting this first year out of the way and making it a successful year and expanding and growing after that. So I'm happy with everything that we've accomplished so far. We've come such a long way in the last year and a half, two years. Coming a long, long way with the help of ES, ES Financing and FedEx. So everybody's been wonderful so far. So when you see people at the truck stop or you talk to friends, just as your friend talked to you, Russell, what do you tell people about this program? When anybody comes up to us and asks us about ES or FedEx, we definitely tell them our little journey. So they asked us how long we've been pulling for FedEx and told them about how long we've been doing it in our journey. And I forgot which one he was from and his wife was on the other side. And he asked me, he was like, so how long have you guys been teaming? And I said, about a year and a half now. And then of course that question, how do you like it? I said, we're both still smiling. So, you know, (laughs) he asked more questions about FedEx. And then I started telling him about ES. I ended up giving him the card. So we'll see if he gives his call back. And it's cool talking like when you're at the truck stops, talking to older couples and stuff. And they're asking questions. And it feels great to be able to actually be part of ES that actually cares. And I know that if I don't have all of the right answers for them I can give you a card and you guys can call. And I know that they will be taken care of like that. So it sounds like you guys have been in the program now, would you say about 18 months and you've had your mm-hmm. truck. How long have you had your truck? Since January 27th. First of all, congratulations for your first Thank quarter you. in <laughs> business. It sounds like you're very happy. You're very optimistic about the future. And Russell's even thinking about adding trucks, sounds like. Yeah. That was the goal since day one is to yeah. add more trucks on. We're just right. waiting to make sure our numbers look okay first before we kind of exactly. go that route. But <laughs> eventually we'll get there. No rush. And I think that's what's really cool about this is that you can do this at your own pace. Yeah, yeah there's no rush to yeah. it. So we're definitely taking our time, making sure that we understand the business and learn the business and have the support that we need to make that jump. And that support can come in the ES direction and also come in uh, other drivers that already had that experience as well. They can kind of train us and teach us along the way. 
When you look back at the choices you made with your career and where you are now, are you happy with the path that you've taken? And how do you feel about the future? I'm happy with the path. I'm glad for the whole career change. I'm still friends with my coworkers and stuff like that. I still get the inside scoop. There's sometimes there's a little bit about me that wants to go and help the people and stuff. But I find that I brought my medical field into trucking as well. When we're at the shippers, receivers, still talk to people, still help them out and stuff like that, still give them information. Future-wise, get a couple more trucks, get some drivers in there. <laughs> Not going to retire. <laughs> Russell, what about you? Pretty much the same thing that, that she said. We're just trucking along, trying to make sure that we hit our numbers and hit our goals. And we're definitely happy and excited about the future. Don't have any regrets on going from the corporate life to the trucking life, owner-operator life. So it's definitely been a challenge, but it's definitely been good fruits at the end of that challenge as well. What's been the most satisfying thing for you guys since you joined the ES community? I would say peace of mind, the freedom to be able to do what we would like to do traveling wise. Even in the truck, we get to pick our loads and where we're going to go. We Google food places, good places where we can stay the weekend at or just being able to travel and enjoy each other's company without scratching each other's eyes out. And also (laughs) being in the ES community as well. It's just good to know that if you need some help out there on the road or if you break down on the road, you have somebody to call they can give you some technical help. We had an issue with the Peterbilt and all we had to do was call them and they said, hey, it's a shop two miles away. Go there and get it taken care of and you don't have to worry about anything. So yeah, we went over there and they had us in and out in probably three hours, something like Mm -hmm. that. And we were back on the road delivering our load down to Florida. So you can't really beat that. I understand sometimes things may happen, but for them to find a shop to get us repaired in and out in three hours or so and be able to make our run down to Florida and hit that drop, Still on time. That's amazing right there. Because I've been stuck on the side of the road with other companies for hours and hours and hours. Just having that peace of mind, that's good. We like that. Any last thoughts you want to share with us? Last (laughs) thoughts for us is for anybody looking to make that jump to ES, I say go for it. You can't beat it. Everybody that we've talked to, communicated with, has been great communication, outstanding communication, actually. And they know exactly your path that needs to be taken. All you have to do is follow the roadmap that's already been set out for you. Yeah, definitely. If you're thinking about becoming an owner-operator, they'll definitely be able to help you out. If you're not doing on track with them, they'll let you know. They'll literally come up and tell you, hey, I don't think this is right for you. We've met even the people on the administrative side of ES. They're just awesome. You know, being at the hub there is really inviting. Big old TV, watch the games on when we're down on downtime for the weekend and stuff. So, yeah. And you get to meet the other drivers, too. We definitely utilize that hub. I'll tell you that. We definitely utilize that hub. A lot of places don't have that. They don't have that spot where you can just come and relax and take a shower or sit down on the couch, wash your clothes for free. It's those little things that really, really help and matter, especially after a long day of driving. That really helps. Deshaun and Russell, it's been wonderful to talk with you. Congratulations on all your success and continued success here in the ES community. Thank you so much, Greg. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. That's our interview with Russell Jones and Deshaun Henry on this edition of the Success in Trucking podcast powered by ES. We would like to take this opportunity to thank both Russell and Deshaun for their time and perspective. Now, folks, if you'd like to learn more about the programs and opportunities available from ES, we would like to invite you to visit the company's website, ES.com successintrucking.com 
That's essuccessintrucking.com. And finally, we would like to thank you for spending part of your day with us here on the Success in Trucking Podcast, powered by ES.